You're listening to Balance Not Burnout, a podcast helping leaders rethink the speed of their business. And I'm your host, Mark Williams. Join me as I explore the power of a more intentional, balanced approach to leadership. Thanks for listening. Hey, everybody. This is Balance Not Burnout, Season 2. On today's podcast, we're joined by Dr. John Terry, the Black Belt Leader. And this morning, we're going we're gonna to talk about finding time to rest and reset. And usually that's really hard, especially when we're trying to balance the demands of our work and our home life. But I will tell you, time to rest is essential in finding success in any area. And so hopefully we're going to talk about some insights on how to reach your rest and reset goals. So please let me introduce Dr. John Terry. He's a best-selling author and founder of Black Belt Leadership. He's an expert in behavioral psychographics and is a real-life management master and coach. So John Terry, nice to see you and thanks for being on the show. Absolutely, Mark. Thank you for the invitation. Been looking forward to this for a while. Awesome. Well, why don't you give us a little bit of background of uh, how you got to be where you are and what is it to be the Black Belt Leadership Founder? Well, you know, Mark, uh, at the age of 13, my parents relocated from a big city to a small town, and I went from being the the big town nobody to the small town somebody, and that was the target of every bully in school. (laughs) So my dad said, I'm going to fix this for you, and I thought he was going to talk to the principal. No, dad enrolls me in martial arts classes at 13 years of age, when back then they didn't teach kids martial arts. So yep. instructor made an exception, threw me in the room. I'm in there with, a, you know, I'm 75 pounds soaking wet. And I'm in there with a, a room full of guys, mostly military and police officers, 6'4", six, 6'5", six, and you could snap me with a finger. And I'm thinking, Dad, what are you doing? <laughs> Saving Grace was this beautiful 24-year-old that had enrolled at the same time that was going to be my partner. I thought, hey, this is great. I get to hang out with the supermodel. Well, little did I know she'd come out of a bad relationship. And every time I showed up to class and had to work with her, she beat the daylights out of me. <laughs> so the joke around the house became my dad was paying good money for me to get beat up like a girl. But when I learned to fight like a girl, the bullying at school stopped. And then five black belts and three martial arts Hall of Fame inductions later, I've had an opportunity to really be known as the black belt leader. Because interestingly, Mark, not only is martial arts great for self-defense, it's great for fitness uh, and great for just building your confidence. There's a lot of leadership principles in the martial arts that are applicable to everyday life. And I ask people all the time, who doesn't want to be the Jackie Chan or the Jet Lee or the Chuck Norris of their specific <laughs> art, profession or trade? And that's what I help people do. I help them become a world-class master of who they are and what they do. And, and let's talk a little bit about that. So your career right now is, would you call it consulting? Are you a management coach? Like, like describe for me how you would market yourself to a p- potential prospect. Yeah, I describe myself as a, a coach and a trainer. I have an opportunity to work individually as a coach, but I also work with organizations who want to become world-class at who they are and what they do to help them build high-performance teams that learn to work together and apply these black belt leadership principles to become non-leader-dependent, results-focused teams that get more done in less time and serve their customers and clients at the highest level. Awesome. Well, that sounds um, rigorous, number one. Um, Training, I think that is vitally important. Uh, But let's talk about the flip side of that, um, which again, back to our balance, not burnout. Um, I have witnessed in my career um, numerous people that are either burning the candle at both ends, um, not not really balancing their work and their life load. Um, how can what you do or what you teach um, help form better habits when it comes to work-life balance? You know, when it comes to leadership, the first person you have to lead, Mark, is yourself. 
And if you're not leading yourself well and you're not making good choices, you're going to end up burning yourself out. And one of the things that I teach in, in the Black Belt Principles of Success, it's a new book I've got coming out in March, is I talk about the fact that as we look at these five pillars that you have to climb to get to the top of the mountain of success, one of those pillars is pleasure. And you've got to take time on the journey for yourself. You've got to enjoy the ride of what it is you're doing in business, but you've also got to step back and take time to enjoy yourself and to take care of yourself. Because if you're climbing the Mount Everest of success and you want to be super successful at whatever it is you do, it's it's 23,000 feet to the top of your Mount Everest. You can't do that in a single setting. So you got to work for a little while, stop, rest, recoup, energize, learn the lessons life has taught you along the way, take time to celebrate the little win, and then you can get back started on the journey again to go to the next camp and get a little closer to the summit at the top of the mountain. Great analogy. So I'm curious, you've got a lot going on in your life, obviously still physically fit, doing the consulting. I'm sure you do some speaking engagements as well. Um, how do you take a little bit of rest? How do you how do you relax and, and wind down a little bit? You know, I'm, I'm fortunate, Mark, to live in Hot Springs, Arkansas, which is a beautiful place. And if your listeners have never been there, it is a vacation destination you got to visit. But just north of town, we have an area called the North Woods. And several years ago, Hot Springs experienced a drought in the 30s very wealthy family donated several hundred acres of land. They built a three-tier lake that has become a reservoir. But part of the donation of the land was you couldn't commercially develop the property. So they turned it into hiking and biking trails. Well, I have three big dogs that I absolutely love. And when I'm not speaking at a conference or I'm not doing training with an organization or having an opportunity to work with different financial institutions I work with, those dogs and I disappear in the woods. And my escape is to go into the North Woods with my dogs. I get out there. There's no cell phone service, so nobody can bother me. And I spend two, three, four hours hiking, and I do that three to four days a week uh, all throughout the year. So I get in 50 to 60 miles of hiking. That's my unwind time. And then I'm a, a voracious reader. I love to read. So one of the areas where I stop and take time for me to grow myself and to learn is I take time every morning and every evening, 30 minutes to an hour, that I'm going to read, reflect, and just practice breathing and just enjoying being in the moment. And I'm curious, has the martial arts experience helped with that? You know, usually we, much like you framed it up, we we think about martial arts as more of a self-defense or protect yourself for many people. I'm curious if the martial arts has also entwined in the learnings about rest, relaxation. I, I, I don't know anything about it, so I'm curious if there's a if there's a teaching there that goes along with the self-defense and all all the other stuff that it teaches. Oh, oh, yes. I mean, just like any combat system that you train and, and every civilization throughout history has had a combat system because every civilization's had a military, but you're not fighting all the time. You're training, you're resting, you're rehydrating, you're getting proper fuel for your body. So there are elements of discipline in all of that that is not just constantly train, 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 fight, 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 because at some point your body physically wears out. It's just like bodybuilding or any exercise we do. There's a period when you're active. There's a period when you've got to pause and let your body recover. And if you don't do that, your body ends up breaking down. And if you have to perform to save your life or someone else, and you're physically incapable of doing that, what good is that to anybody? 
Yeah, I love the term self-discipline. I'm glad you brought that up. I think that a lot of people that I meet, especially entrepreneurs, really pride themselves on their own self-discipline, right? Uh, the, the ability to get up, go to work, they're self-motivated, which I think is fantastic. Um, one of the challenges I've seen with, and I work with lots of entrepreneurs, most of the organizations that are affiliated with us are started by entrepreneurs, sole proprietors, um, is they sometimes don't know when to turn it off. Right. There is not that boundary of that's correct. Um, yeah. Hey, at six o'clock, seven fifteen, whatever your number is, uh, you know, I, I shut work off and I'm at home with my family or it's on a weekend. Right. Any customer that calls, it's a customer I have to take. Mm-hmm. And I think part of that self-discipline, at least I've seen, is really um, honing in on that work-life balance, setting a setting a boundary and, and making sure that we are living by those boundaries or you do burn out. I'm curious if your own experience, if you've if you've had similar situations or felt that just in, in your own in your own work-life balance. Yeah, you know, Mark, I have because I'm a very driven individual. I get up very early in the morning and I I can work all day and all night. Uh, I'm one of those guys that don't require a lot of sleep. So I've learned intentionally over the years that I've got to schedule, just like I would schedule an appointment or I've scheduled time to get ready to go speak at a conference. I have to schedule me time. I have to schedule time for my wife and I. Uh, I have three grandkids that I love. And now that all my kids are gone and grown and moved out of the house, when the grandkids come to see me, I purposely schedule time to be with them because those things are important. We can have all the drive we want, make all the money we want. But at the end of the day, when people look back and you're getting ready to die, you don't say, you know, I wished I'd have made another $100,000. You look back at the end of your life and you say, I wished I'd have spent another day with my grandkids. I wish I'd have taken them to the zoo one more time. I wished I'd have taken my grandson and taken him out hiking with me in the woods to let him have an opportunity to throw rocks in the water. Those are the things we look back and miss that driven entrepreneurs often overlook until it's too late and they miss that opportunity. It's that cat in the cradle story. Amen. So I'm curious how, um, so you're talking to a, a room full of uh, entrepreneurs, self, self-starters, go-getters, give them some tips and or advice on how to, so you're not a person that, that, uh, that, that takes on work-life balance. You do work all the time. What's the easiest way for me to ease into taking a little bit of time off? Yeah, to me, it's the Pietro principle. You spend, you know, the old lady 20 rule. You spend 80% of your time doing the 20% of things you're best at doing, but out of the time that you've allotted yourself to work, you've got to give yourself at least 20% of that day for you. So if you're going to work 10 hours a day, then you've got to be able to say, okay, eight hours is work, two hours is me, and be able to build that margin in because you've got to have that margin in your life. Otherwise, if you look at your calendar, and it's just completely slammed full from appointment to appointment, call to call, meeting to meeting. You never have an opportunity to stop, absorb, and pick up the nuggets that you may miss that could give you these tremendous insights to serve your next client or to serve your next customer. Or you never pick up on those personal things that give you the opportunity to learn and grow and become better because you're just so focused on going, 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 going. You never take time to pause and reflect and look back and say, what did I experience? What did I learn? And how can I apply that to make me better and serve the people I serve at a better level than I'm doing now? Totally true. And I'll give a real life example. In 1997, I was working for a company in Atlanta. I had a boss by the name of Jim Carrey, great guy, who every day after lunch literally scheduled in his calendar 
a 20 minute walk outside. Mm -hmm. And we used to leave the insurance company building and walk in the parking lot. Literally, he would walk in the parking lot and it was invited to anyone that would come. And I will tell you every single day, easily for 15 or 20 minutes, it was on his calendar. If you needed Jim Carrey, the only way to get to Jim Carrey was to walk with him outside for that 20 minutes. Um, it was a fantastic lesson. And to this day, I've done, um, uh, you know, walking with Mark videos. I swear by walking every single day. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm curious. Uh, let's talk a little bit about your book. Um, so you wrote a new book and it's coming out very shortly. Let's talk a little bit about that. What's in the book? How can people find you and find the book? Sure. You know, the new book coming out at the end of March is The Black Belt Secrets of Success. This is book number eight. Uh, and I'm really, it's really the Mount Everest story that I shared earlier. It's how we become super successful and the five steps in the journey to get there. So I'm really excited about this book coming out. I had an opportunity to keynote part of that book just recently for the first time. Audience absolutely loved it. So I know it's going to be another bestseller. The easiest way most of the folks can find me is they can go to my website, beablackbeltleader.com. That's beablackbeltleader.com. My bookstore is there. All my social media is there. They can access my newsletter, my podcast, all the things I do to help people become a better version of who they are, what they do. They can find it, beablackbeltleader.com. And we will make sure to have some links to uh, to that website as well on the podcast. So um, we'll definitely be able to find Dr. John Terry. John, I ask every guest the same question at, uh, close to the end of the show, and I'm curious for you. I, I may already know the answer because you may have already answered it, but it's Saturday or Sunday morning. You have no responsibilities. You can be with whom you want to be. You can go where you want to go. Describe for me your perfect Saturday or Sunday morning. How does John you know, my escape? My perfect Saturday morning, uh, if I'm not working or traveling, I get up, I have some time with my wife, and then I grab my three dogs and we disappear into the woods and we go explore the incredible Ozark National Forest that butts right up next to Hot Springs, Arkansas, and have an opportunity just to enjoy nature, get my dogs a great walk, interact with some great people out biking or hiking. Uh, that to me is the perfect getaway. And if my grandkids are with me, that's gravy because we turn it into an adventure and we get off trail and we go places no man probably should go, but we have a great time exploring and just enjoying God's great creation. That's awesome. Love that answer. Um, and I thought of something else as I, as you were answering that, uh, I'm curious, is martial arts for everyone? Absolutely. I believe it is because <laughs> I you thought know, you would <laughs> the, the, the leadership training you get from that, the discipline you, that you get. I think every parent should enroll their children in martial arts, not just for the physical aspects, which are great and getting your kids physically fit. But who doesn't want well-behaved kids that have good character, good values and learn to make good choices that are going to serve them well through their entire life? That's what they get in the martial arts. It's not just punching and kicking. It's not just going and, and learning how to compete and learning how to be a winner, but learning how to lose gracefully as well. It's those important characters and values, respect, discipline, honor, integrity, goodness, kindness, gentleness, uh, things you wouldn't expect to learn in the martial arts. Those things are taught and young children that go through the martial arts for several years tend to be more successful in life because they've developed that work-life balance and they understand how to lead themselves well and make good choices that make them much more successful down the road. Beautiful way to finish. Dr. John Terry, the Black Belt Leader, uh, best-selling author and founder of Black Belt Leadership. Again, also an expert on behavioral psychographics and 
Real Life Management Master and Coach. I want to thank you very much for spending spending a little time with us today. Um, again, we're going to have links to not only your website, but for your book. Um, and if anyone would like to reach out to Dr. John Terry, we would recommend it. Thanks again, John, for being on. Really appreciate it. Absolutely, Mark. It's good to see you, my friend. Thanks for yep. the invite. You bet. Take care. Thank you. Thanks for listening. If you think balance is as important as I do at work and all throughout your life, help the show out by leaving me a five-star review, following me on social media, or sharing the podcast with someone you think would appreciate it. If you have comments or questions, I'd love for you to join the conversation with me on LinkedIn. I want to thank OBI Creative for producing the podcast and Swills Beats for getting the music for me. Thanks for sharing your time with me today. And until next time, this is Mark signing off.